Welcome to the ministry of Bishop Emmanuel Nkepo of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. Bishop Ntefo is a medical doctor and senior pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Light of the World Cathedral, Kolegono. A seasoned and anointed preacher and teacher of the Word of God, followed with various miracles, signs and wonders. His in-depth teaching of the Word of God will change your life forever. Now, here's today's message. Second Timothy chapter 4 and verse 13. The cloak that I left at Thras with Kapos, when thou comest, bring with thee and the books, but especially the parchments. Amen. So, Paul was a reader of books. Hallelujah. Daniel chapter 9 and verse 1. In the first year of Darius, the son of Ahasuerus, of the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the resolutions of Jerusalem. So you see that great men of God are often readers. Yes. I hear Bishop Dad saying all the time, I read all the time. I read all the time. A pastor must love books. Now, let me give you some reasons why a pastor must love books. Number one, a pastor must love books because if you cannot read, you cannot lead. If you cannot read, you cannot lead. Yes. Because leadership involves decision taking, giving information, giving directions. You know, you must always have a lot of things that you can share. So if you cannot read, you cannot lead people. You don't have much to share. You don't have much to say. You don't have much guidance to give. Amen. Number two, a pastor must love books because he knows that the information in a book may make the difference for his life's work. He knows that the information in a book, alright, and I am preaching from this book which you must get out of leadership. Yes, the art of leadership, right here. But you can also get a single copy to buy. Hallelujah. He knows that the information in a book may make the difference for his life's work. This book. Every pastor must have a copy. There are three leaders, leadership books. Bring, bring the rest. This one, and a good general, and uh, wise as a serpent. Amen. A leader knows that the information in the book may make the difference for his life's work. Martin Luther became who he is today because he read in the scriptures 
truths that have been hidden from most of the priests and from most of the lay people at that time. He was a Catholic priest and at a point, you know, they thought that he was not well or something. You don't have wives as a serpent? Okay, so three leadership books that you must get. This one is called A Good General. The Science of Leadership. Every pastor here must get this book. You will learn so much about history. Eh? Different areas. When you stand to talk, people will wonder, ah, eh? You'll be like Jesus. They'll be wondering, where did they get this doctrine from? Information. Then, the art of leadership. And then, what it means to be wise as a serpent. Now, these three books are leadership books. Get them. Amen. Martin Luther was a Catholic priest and at a point his superiors felt that they, didn't, they were not sure whether he was taught well, you know, so they decided to send him to go and lecture in the Bible school to have a more relaxed ministry. They gave him the books of Romans and Ephesians to teach that he read in Ephesians 2 that by grace are you saved through faith it is the gift of God when he read that you see because before that time the Catholic church was teaching that you have to buy your salvation through different ways paying money drinking milk from the breast of Mary, the mother of Jesus, if your relative dies and you are sure that he was not born again before he died, you go to hell, you can pay money so that he will be suspended uh, at uh, purgatory. So that further payments will allow negotiations for him to go to heaven. All kinds of things. And the ordinary people didn't know about this. Matthew Luther read the scriptures and he realized that no, salvation comes through grace. That is what led to the reformation. That is what led to his lifetime ministry and lifetime work. So the information in a book may be all that will be necessary to define your ministry. Amen. That is why a pastor must love reading. Number two, reading, reading a book puts you in direct contact with the author of the book. Reading a book puts you in direct contact with the author of the book. you are reading a book of somebody, you are in direct contact with him. If you are reading a book by Bishop Ajnasari, you are in direct contact with him. Yeah. Part of Bishop Ajnasari's book that you know, I read, I was so blessed many years ago was From Nobody to Somebody. <laughs> From Nobody to Somebody. Yeah, and I have a big book on basic Christian teachings. Salvation, this, this, all. How many of you would like to spend, how many of you would like to travel from Kumase to Accra to spend 15 minutes with Bishop Dark? Let me see your hand. 15 minutes. You are ready to buy plane tickets. And spend 15 minutes. How many of you? Let me see your hand. Very good. What can you tell in 15 minutes? But through the books, through all these books, in the comfort of your home, he can speak with you 
Anytime, whether you want him to speak to you in the morning or afternoon or evening or at dawn, he can speak to you. You don't need to buy a plane ticket to go and see him. Most of the things that he will tell you, he has written them. Most of the things that an author will tell you, he has written them in books. So the books put you in direct contact with the author. Number three, a pastor knows that authors are workers and researchers for him. A pastor knows that authors, please can you stand to your feet, everybody? Stand to your feet, please. Thank you. Everybody stand. Everybody, please, unless you are not well or you are heavily pregnant. A leader knows that authors are workers and researchers for him. An author has researched. Look, if you if you read this this book, my God, the information here. Information about the First World War, Second World War, how many people died, what happened. You know, he uses all those principles to teach about leadership. When you stand somewhere talking, people will wonder why. Are you a professor of history or what? And you see, do you know how long it takes to write such a book? He might have researched for years. Now, when you buy it, all the research that he did, he has done it for you. Recently, somebody called me. He is doing some research. And uh, he wanted to come and speak to me. And he has been trying to speak to me for a while. But we have not had opportunity. So I asked him, why do you want to meet me? What information do you want? So he told me. I said, no problem. I have a big research in different universities. Go there and read it. If after you have read it, you still need more information, come. I'll give you more. Then I told him, if you don't read it, I'll not talk to you. Because the research has already been done. If you don't read it, I will not talk. Because you are coming to sit with me for an hour or two to give you back the things that I've already written. Let's go for the research. Read it. But you see, people don't like to read. People don't like to read at all. I used two years instead of four years to finish my research work. My, my professors were always amazed. I said one of them because he knew the type of work that I do. And he told me, he said, the students, they don't write the way you write. We have to force them. We have to push them. Because they don't like reading. A lot of research that people do it's not original. They, they, they do plagiarism. Somebody's work, then they go and lift it. That is why immediately you finish your work, they ask you to publish it. Yeah. So, Pastor, become a reader. Become a reader. All the research about church planting, church growth. What causes the church to grow? What are the difficulties? The challenges? Bishop Dark has written all in three books. He spent years. You try to write a letter. You try to write a letter. <laughs> try to write an article. 
Yeah. When I was doing my research work, eh, I couldn't type fast. So I had a young man who was typing for me. At one certain, I could detect six hours. Sometimes ten hours. Be working. And I'll be reading and detecting. Reading. I used to read everywhere. Even when I'm flying, I'll be reading a lot of books. Because you have to read to get a lot of data, information to back up what we are trying to say and all that. Quotes. You have to read. How to let your church's income go? Somebody has made the research. It's in the book. Read it. Read it. But we don't have to read. Especially we Africans. We don't have to read. When I went abroad to go and study many years ago, the first thing that I realized was that everybody was holding a book. When you go to England, you sit in a tube. When you sit in a tube, you watch around. Everybody is reading. You will be the only person standing who is not reading, just looking around the houses, you know, and all that. The research, how to fight the enemies that wants to destroy your church. Somebody has made a research and written it in a book. Can I have an amen? That is why a pastor must love. Really. Number four. A pastor knows that many years of experience can be transmitted through one book. Many years. How many of you were surprised when I was talking about how you can use your Sunday? Were you surprised? But you see, this is, this is from somebody's many years of experience. Uh, this is how a pastor must use your Sunday. So instead of desiring that you will meet the person for the person to lay his hands on you. Revenue stood, revenue stood. Let me see, Pacho, and I'm sure they will say, I'm not in the same way. Pacho, Bompire, man. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. Number five, a leader knows that a book is a patient teacher. A book is a patient teacher. Number one, you read at your own pace. Number two, we don't fear. You just flip back. Won't you fear? Just waste time on it. And come back. The book is just there. Always ready to talk to you again. I've been preaching for hours. If there's something that I say that I didn't understand it, you may never have the opportunity to ask a question. It's gone. Unless maybe you come to me, you know, privately, whatever. But a book is always there. It's a patient teacher. That is why a pastor, a pastor here, no pastor here must leave this conference without buying these books. And especially the Macarius. This one. You must get it. Number six. A pastor knows that he can catch an anointing from a book. Yes. How many of you know that you can catch an anointing from a book? Because the, the ways are the written ways of an anointed man of God. And the ways in the book are anointed. So right from the pages of the book, an anointing can enter you. An anointing can enter you. Amen. 
Number seven, the greatest leaders of all time were readers. Hallelujah. Ten reasons why every pastor must be a reader. First, you have to love books. And now why you must be a reader? Ten reasons why every pastor must be a reader. I'm just ending. I have just a few minutes. Then we are going. Number one, read for intellectual growth. Read for intellectual growth. You will increase in your intelligence through reading. You understand a lot of things. Just through reading. When you begin to speak, people will think that, you know, I gave you the example of Dr. Otabo. And when Dr. Otabo speaks, you can see that the man makes a lot of sense. How many of you know that? He can explain a lot of things. Yeah. He's been reading. He's been reading. You can also become like Dr. Otabo. You can also become like Abishop. Through reading. You grow in your intellectual capacity. Number two, read for spiritual growth. Spiritual growth. As you read, you will find out that your spirit is affected greatly by the written word of God. So you grow spiritually. You learn spiritual things. You learn things that you don't know. It comes to add to your spirituality. You mature in your understanding of doctrines, of different things. Number three, read to develop a preaching and teaching style. Read to develop a preaching and teaching style. Number four, read to improve your language. Read to improve your language. Whether you speak English or French, reading always improves your language. The best way to learn the English language is to read English books. If you want to improve your vocabulary, start reading now. Amen. Yeah. Maybe you didn't go to school much. No problem. Read. You will improve. You will improve. Number five. Read to have fellowship with great minds and great people. Read to have fellowship with great minds and great people. Reading is a form of private interaction between yourself and another person. You can receive an anointing as you read a book. Number six, read in order to learn how to write. How to write. A pastor. So a pastor must read so that you know how to write. Yeah, because where are you going? We say London. So go write it down. London. London. Watch your L A. London. L A. D E N. London. In two subtle forms now. So, watch your London. I said, baby, I will call you Do you see? So. If you are confused about where we are going, then we can't even give you the visit. But when you read, you realize that London is spelled differently. <laughs> Number seven, 
read to acquire new information read to acquire new information most people think that acquiring new information is the only reason why you should read a book but this is only one of many reasons why you should be a reader ignorance is one of the greatest enemies of mankind if you do not read your ignorance is self-inflicted and inexcusable number eight read to develop your leadership abilities yeah one of the books that a pastor should be reading all the time uh, are leadership books a pastor should be reading leadership books all the time your your leadership style will attract people or it will push people away from your church amen number nine read because a person who does not read is no better than a person who cannot read a person who does not read is no better than a person who cannot read number 10 read so that you'll be in the top 20% of society amen yeah do you know that the top 20% of every society buys all books so when you read you join them now as I close this morning session have you enjoyed this morning session I want you to come with me to Revelation chapter 10 please sit down I'm closing Revelation chapter 10 God is going to show you something powerful why you must read and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head and his face as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire watch this brothers John saw a huge angel I mean, it's a very fearful angel. Huge. Eh? Verse 2. And he had in his hand a little book open. And his right foot. And he set his right foot upon the sea. And his left foot on the earth. Can you imagine such an angel? That one of his foot, the the left one was at Kumasi, and then the other one was at the sea, Choco Beach, Kolgono, Kolgono Beach. Huge. And why did he come? He came with a little book. God sent a powerful angel from heaven with a little book. loud voice as when a lion roared and when he had cried seven tenders and uttered their voices and when the seven tenders had uttered their voices I was about to write and I heard a voice from heaven saying unto me steal up those things which the seven tenders uttered and write them not 
And the angel which I saw stand upon the sea and upon the earth lifted up his hand to heaven and swear by him that liveth forever and ever who created heaven and the things that therein are and the earth and the things that are therein and the sea and the things which are therein that there should be time no longer but in the days of the voice of the seventh angel when he shall begin to sound the mystery of God should be finished as he had declared to his servants the prophets and the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again and said go and take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth during these three days of conference God has sent an angel of a little book and God is telling pastors here church workers here get the little makane get the little those who leave you the loyalty book the church planting book the mega church book it's a little book God is saying get it get it get it get it get it don't buy any more shoes don't buy any other thing get it get it continue And I went unto the angel and said unto him, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up. And it shall make thy belly bitter, but it shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. The reason why, even when we have books, we don't benefit is because we don't eat the books. Books are meant to be eaten. In other words, studied in detail until it has entered into you. You must absorb the contents. You hear us? Oh, I read a book. Oh, Mega Church. I've one. I've read it. Read it. Oh, I've read it. I have it. I have it. It's not enough to have it. That is step one. Step two, eat it. Eat it until everything here enters you. Any pastor here who eat this book, when you finish, a mega church and mountain will enter you. Amen. It will enter you. It will enter you. But it is on your shelf. It has become a tourist something. And I'm comfortable with this show here. Why would you have that book? Yeah, Mabakwa, mega church. Mega church Meanwhile, you have not studied it. You have not studied it. Some of you the same book what or seventeen times. You if you say you have it. Anytime you buy it, you have sixteen already. Eat it. The book must enter you. And then also, Pastor Sari here, don't try to read a book cover to cover. That's not how to read a book. Paul said, bring me my books, and especially the parchment. The parchments are the small ones. That's it. Just take a chapter. So when you get this book, go to the content. Okay. 25 reasons why, how to measure church good. Steps to the mountain. How to start a church. Fight for commitment. Hey, fight for commitment. Okay. Let me study that one. And you study it. Study it well. Put it down. Take it up another time. Go through it. Another chapter. Do you understand it? You, you, it, it is part of your work that you are doing. Not to read chapter to chapter and put it down. I've read it. That is why when I start teaching... Especially because of our missionaries and the rest. Some of them have written exams on some of these books, but they don't understand. And I tell them, you don't know it because the, the, the evidence that you don't know it is the size of your church. If you really knew this book and you have applied the things that are here, you'll be a mega church pastor. Eat it. Go back. 
Wow! How many of you are going to eat books? Yes. And I went unto the angel, verse 10. Verse 10. Verse 10. And I took the little book out of the angel's hand and I ate it. And it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it, my belly was bitter. Listen. Listen. When you read a book, it is nice. But it is not easy to apply the things in the book. You need discipline. You need hard work. You need, you need, that is what makes it better. <laughs> yeah. Do you understand it? You can read it quickly. But to apply the things in it, you need discipline. You need, you need hard work. You need to be thinking. You need to be ready to exert yourself. Energy. Yeah. But watch. Something amazing is going to happen to every pastor who is a reader of books. Something amazing is going to happen to you. Something is about to happen. Verse 11. And he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again. Now watch this. What does it mean to prophesy? To teach. And to preach. Listen. When you study books, now you become a preacher. You become a teacher. Of the word of God. Yes. You become an anointed preacher. You become a preacher that people want to listen to. I know blessed as I've been teaching you. So are you blessed? Yeah. You see the books, they are not here. They are here. I'm not speaking from here. Speaking from here. When you eat the books, that's what happens. It moves from here and comes here. Yeah. And it tells you. Look at what is going to happen to your ministry. Pastors, look at what is going to happen to your ministry. He says, and he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again before many peoples. Many peoples. Reading. Loving a book and reading turns you into a pastor that preaches to a lot of people. In other words, you become a mega church pastor. The reason why for these three days God has sent a big angel. Can you imagine that? A huge angel with a little book is because God wants to turn you into an anointed pastor who reads, who studies, who is intelligent, who is knowledgeable, and will be able to handle a large ministry. I will be preaching to a lot of people. They will tell you, come, come and preach to us. Come and preach to us. Come and preach to us. You'll be preaching to many peoples. You wouldn't need to force yourself for invitations. Invitations will come. You have to select. This one I can go. This one I can go. Yeah. Yeah. I cannot fulfill all the invitations that I have. No. I choose. If I follow the invitations, I will never be in my church. Every week of every month, there's an invitation. I can't follow it. You preach to many people. You preach to many people. Yeah. Not only that, you prophesy before many people and nations. Nations. 
The reason why God wants you to love books and read books and study books is because God wants to make you an international preacher. International preacher. International preacher. He will take you from Amakum. Yeah. But we shall find that shocked. I will pan the Wigna belly. Oh, bow wait. If you are, now could do so. If you do so, I'm not here now. Los Angeles. Hey! Because you're not some of them. Hey, yo. I'm Adam. People like to listen to you. Yeah. You become an international speaker. You speak to nations. Nations. books. Recently I went to preach somewhere. We were there for about four days. The second day or so, the second day or the third day, the person who invited me called my assistant that I went with and said, we want to give Bishop his ticket for next year. His ticket. He said, me preaching now. He's giving me next year's ticket. Yeah. In other words, next year he has to come. But we want to for, to make sure that you come. We're giving you the ticket. One year ticket. We are giving it to you. I see you preaching to the nations. I see you preaching to a lot of people. I see you preaching to the nations. Books, oh. Books. When I go, these same books. These same books. I tell them one by one. I teach from different chapters, different topics. These same books. There is power in them. Power. Power. Ministry transforming power. One time somebody invited me. There were about five people on the program, including me. When, when you preach, you sit down. Another person, you know. Yeah. When I preached, he called me. He said, I made a mistake. You were there. What did he say? He said, I made a mistake. Uh, I should have invited only you. I shouldn't have invited all the others. So he decided to give you the whole program. Once I started, he said, I made a mistake. I should have invited other people. So from that point, all the other people didn't preach again. Books. I'm talking to you about why you must love books and study books. It will make you a preacher to many peoples, a preacher to many tongues, and many tongues. Many tongues different, you preach to people different languages. Yeah. You don't preach to only people who speak free or ever. Sometimes, when Bishop Dark stands in a conference or on the crusades, when he, when he speaks, he has to wait for three people to interpret before he continues. It is the fulfillment of this scripture. Many thanks. May you speak to many people. May you speak to Polish people, Russian people, people from Czech Republic, people in Sierra Leone, Liberia, South Africans. I see you moving to place, to place, to place, to place, to place, to place, to place. Yes, and to kings, and to kings, and to kings. When I sat by a vice president, I said, ah, the scripture is being fulfilled. Now I'm speaking to kings. Yes. Listen, every book here, if you don't have it, 
by it. But especially the Macarius. This one. 40 books. 40 books. 2,450. But the bishop is giving you a gift. He's always thinking about pastors. His best people on earth are pastors. He loves pastors. He always wants to help pastors. So I said, look, during the conference, give it to them. Give it to them. 400 Ghana cities. That is about one-fifth of the price. Yes. 40 books. Making every book only 10 cities. How much is it? How much is this book? How much is it? 35. This same book is here. 10 Ghana cities. The same book. So I want every pastor get this. This is an anointing. This is an anointing. Even when he enters your office or your church, you put that at your library. The grace of God, the anointing of Bishop, that it will, it will follow you. It will enter your church. To enter your church. Yeah. If you have to sell your shoes, sell your, your jacket, sell your whatever, sell it and by all means get one of this. Yeah. And everything that the scripture has said here, it will happen to you. You will be a preacher to many peoples and nations and tongues and kings. I see you going everywhere. And I see you as a mega church pastor. Stand your feet and lift up your hands and tell the Lord, make me a mega church pastor. Lift up your hands as we close. Make me a mega church pastor. Make me a mega church pastor. Make me a mega church pastor. Please lift up your hands and pray. Make me a mega church pastor. Oh, lift up your voice and tell the Lord, Lord, make me a mega church pastor. Make me a mega church pastor. Make me a mega church pastor. Cry to him right now. Lord, make me a mega church pastor. Lord, make me a mega church pastor. I want to be a mega church pastor. Lord, make me a pastor of thousands, of those thousands. Lord, make me a mega church pastor. Lord, make me a mega church pastor. Lord, make me a mega Lift up your hands. Add the Lord to anoint you for the mega church. Lift up your hands and pray right now. Say, Lord, anoint me. Anoint me. Let me become a mega church pastor. Yes. Anoint me for the mega church. Lift yes. up your hands. Lord. Ask, ask God to anoint you. Yes. Lord, anoint me. Anoint me. Anoint me. Release your anointing. Release your anointing. Release your anointing. Release your anointing. Anoint me, Lord, to be a mega church pastor. Anoint me, Lord, to be a mega church pastor. Release the anointing. Release your 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 anointing. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. To be a mega church pastor, a mega church pastor, release that anointing, release that anointing upon me now, upon me now. Let it come upon me, let it come upon me, let it come upon me to build a large church, to build a mega church. Let it anointing, the anointing of a bishop dagger, let it come upon me, the anointing of a bishop and double, let it come upon me, let it come upon me, let it come upon me. Let it come upon me. Let it come upon me. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. To become a mega jet master. 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 Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. Anoint me, Lord. Lift it up. Lift up your voice. Pray to him. Pray to him. Lord, anoint me. Lord, anoint me. Lord, I'm 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 L
lift up your hands Father anoint us for the mega church yes oh yes mm. let this wonderful grace that is on Bishop Dad. Mm. That has dropped upon my head. Mm. May it drop on every pastor here. Yes. To cause a supernatural growth. Yes. Supernatural increase. Amen. Increase that comes from you. Mm. Send forth your wind. Yes. And gather the sheep yes, Lord. into our churches. Yes, Lord. Father, from today, yes. transform us yes. from pastors of little churches oh, yes. to pastors of hundreds mm. and thousands. Yes, Lord. We give you praise. Let the oil mm. fall on the head mm. of every pastor here. Amen. Every church worker here. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you. And we give you the praise. In Jesus' name. Amen. been blessed by this message. We invite you to worship with us at the Lighthouse Chapel International Light of the World Cathedral Collegon. Opus is a Collegon main game. Please note our service times. English services, early rain service, 6.30 a.m. to 8.30 a.m. His presence service, 8.30 a.m. to 10.30 a.m. And love and faith service, 10.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Other languages, L'Eglise Glorious, French, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. Love and Victory, Gain, 7.30 a.m. to 9.30 a.m. And Love and Hope, Tree, 9.30 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. Our Vibrant You Church also starts at 12 noon to 2 p.m. Be part of our midweek importation service this and every Tuesday from 6.30 p.m. to 8.30 p.m. prompt. For prayer, counseling, and further inquiries, please call 278 888-884 or 543 The numbers again 0278-888-884 or 543 God bless you.